Okay, hello, my little big natural talents listening today. Before we start the podcast, we have a really important message. And we just wanted to say, Conchetta, do you agree when we say that for too long, investing seems like a bit of a boys club? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And did you know, actually, that only 18% of online Australian investors are women? Okay, what the fuck? Okay, and something that we both know intimately is that women retire with one third less <laughs> superannuation than boys. And how do we know that? Because that's us. Because that's us. Because we have not paid ourselves superannuation for over a year. We were just talking about it. Yeah. It's a big problem. It's okay? really bad. It's like, fuck that. We literally <laughs> need to change the conversation around money. Yes. So if you're feeling like taking control of building your wealth, but you literally don't know where to start, tune in each week with Maddie and Sophie from You're In Good Company. I guess they're just like us, but they like know infinitely more about okay, yeah. money. They're kind of like us, but if they knew things. Yeah, because like they walk <laughs> through the basics of the share market, interview some of the best investors in the business and open the conversation so you can make your own investing decisions. It Please sounds, sign me up. Yes, it sounds amazing because I know I'm so over being told to like just stop buying coffee every day or stop ordering Uber Eats. Like that's not how you get ahead in life. So please listen to your in good company subscribe to your in good company through your podcast app now welcome, welcome to, to big natural talents Wow. We are bungling that because we are remote recording. We're locked down. We are just not happy. We're not happy. We're separated and it's not the same when we're separated. It's really bad and it's actually really hard. (laughs) And I think what this whole virus has affected the most is podcasters. Podcasters, yeah. And you guys just need to dig deep in your hearts. (laughs) And your pockets. Yeah, one day we're going to have a Patreon. And if you could donate whatever you could so that we could have, like, a slightly better Wi-Fi or, like, um. Like, so, like, if I could, like, buy more clothes and stuff and um, just, yeah, thank you so much, guys. (laughs) Lauren, do you miss me? On a scale of zero to ten, how much are you missing Old Chet over here. Um, I miss you. I miss. <laughs> I miss your smell. I miss your your touch. Your body. Your warmth. Um, <laughs> okay, you're obsessed with me. Oh, sorry. Is this the god? <laughs> um, yeah, I miss you. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, we still talk. We still. We're still around. Yeah, I know. It's fine. It's just a fun question to sort of ask. Um, what can you do? Okay, so let's catch up. How are you doing in lockdown so far? What's the goss in your life? Oh, my God. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, like, doing my usual. Um, I've been listening to this podcast because um, anyone who knows me knows <laughs> that I care about the current affairs and the news of what happened, like, two years ago. So I was listening to a podcast. Do you know about this thing? It happened years ago, literally, but... It's all going to trial soon, so it is kind of relevant. Do you know about Elizabeth Holmes and the Theranos? Is this ringing a bell? No. What? Oh, my God. Okay, so I really – I recommend it to listeners as well. I've been listening to this podcast. It's called The Dropout. It's an ABC podcast, and it's about um, Elizabeth Holmes. So she is, like, on trial now for fraud, basically, because she is, like, a Silicon Valley entrepreneur, but it's all coming out now, like – her whole company was just like lies, no. No. but she convinced everyone. And the, this is where it gets so crazy for me is she convinced like 
big people. Henry Kissinger was on the board of her company. Like, just fucking cover of Time magazine. What? And her, like, whole thing was, like, she dropped out of Stanford. She was trying to be Steve Jobs. She was obsessed with Steve Jobs. Mm. But, like, the most striking thing about her that everyone knows is that she has this, like, deep voice. Mm. But she faked this voice. No. Like, this is her fake <gasps> voice. She just faked a deep voice and then everyone she met was no. like, who's this girl? She's blonde, but she talks really deep. She's literally like, yeah, I just oh think I really want to create a company that is revolutionizing healthcare. And we're going to be able to do blood tests with a single drop of blood. And oh anyone who's ever had a blood test knows how traumatic it is. That's oh, what she sounds like. What a voice. Okay, so guess what? My take yeah. is she would definitely have done that voice to seem more authoritative, to be taken yeah. more seriously, maybe even to like seem a bit different, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Fraud is literally is so crazy? interesting. For the first time in my life, I was watching the ABC News go off Queen and wow. it had an ad for the same thing. It's a, a new series about this like Australian tycoon who like – frauded everybody including Barack Obama and like all these like high people with his like company it's green and it's like money and it's investors and Who it is all this? was a fraud I don't know you have to check the ABC <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you but um and also at the same time that's made me think about this amazing story if we're recommending podcasts you know yeah. we both love her Lena Dunham she has um a podcast I think called the C word which is really interesting all about women who've been called crazy and like the media and stuff like that and actually I think one of them was about this woman it was this mystery woman who called all the like celebrities in like Hollywood and would like Mm. they would fall in love with her and they'd never met her. It was just this random woman who like, it's like so interesting. I'm trying to find the name. Sure. I wish that there was a single piece of information in anything I know, you're saying. I never have it. You're like, there's a scammer as well. <laughs> and he, anyway, I, don't, I thought the voice thing was so crazy to me. And then I was like, maybe I should change my voice. Like, oh my God, would it work? Should. should I just like, could we just call like Screen Australia and be like, you should fund this TV idea I have. Totally. I don't have a script. What would my voice be? But like? I have a vision. Hi, I'm Conchetta Caristo. Is that better? Yeah, I'm really buying what you're selling. Okay, wait, sorry. Can I just follow up on my thing? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is it. It's the story of legendary love scammer Miranda Grosvenor, a woman who anonymously enchanted Hollywood's most famous men over the phone. Some of her confirmed callers include Warren Beatty, Robert De Niro, and Billy Joel. So Whoa. that is, if you want to listen to that, it's called The C Word, so look it up. But how The, the Piano Man fraud. himself. The Mr. Piano Man, your friend Your favorite. Mine. You know Artist, what? singer of Vienna. <laughs> yeah, my favorite <laughs> song. Um, okay, well, so that's you in lockdown. You've been, like, listening to amazing podcasts and learning yeah. about fraud. Well I've just been done. podding. I've been walking. Mm. I've been... Yeah, I think that's about it. Sort Just of watching TV. From what I've been doing. Going for a walk, doing administration, cutting up little reels for all you people to watch on our Shall We Plug 
Instagram page. Um, We have a big Natural Talents Instagram. Please go follow. Um, It's the perfect way to contact us and send us your gossip. And we've got heaps of videos out there as well for you to watch and listen and share. (laughs) Absolutely. Do you want to know what I've been doing in lockdown? What? Um, sort of the usual, um, uh, a, a sort of phenomenon that's been happening to me, Lauren, which I've actually never discussed on the pod. And I was going to say diarrhea, I better, I better, but yeah, it can't be that. give a trigger warning. It is related to poo. Um, <laughs> so like a new shit thing that you have thing. yet to discuss. And it's like, actually I'm- happened for like months and I've never told anyone about it because it's shameful but I've been doing some slippery little suckers (laughs) in the toilet that do not flush and the first time I found out it happened was because Ben was like oh you left me a little surprise and I'm like what are you talking about and then he opens the toilet and there is a turd in the bowl that has been left and I was like I was like I flushed I flushed and they don't flush we flush a million times and it happens so often that I flush and think it's gone and it's not and I had to call my mother and she was like sweetie you need to get a bucket of water and flush it that way do you flush because I like look at Mm. I check the bowl after I flushed so you're Mm. saying it's going down and it's coming back up it is rising no from the dead I think it's it's never going down it's I think it's sunk and it's stuck and it's slippery and it doesn't want to move um, so now I do have to check, but I just want to check with everyone. Like, I can't be the only one that this is happening to, but it's like a phenomenon in this household. Me and Ben riff about it. I think it could be because I'm having a lot of fiber or something. I'm trying to have lots of fiber. Maybe that's like changing. Maybe. It still doesn't feel um, natural. Natural. Do you have like very old pipes or something? Is it like a narrow toilet? situation? Maybe. So, but then why? Oh, I was going to say, why hasn't this happened to Ben? But. I know why, because he's just got a whole different thing going on back there. Um, but I won't get into it. But that's one thing that's happening in lockdown. As usual, I have been doing my vocal exercises, Lauren. A lot of self-care oh, is yeah. happening in my Can you do a little uh, example of these exercises for me now? No, because it needs a bottle of water with a straw in it. And it's not ma, it. Ma, 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 <laughs> ma, ma. That's not it. Um, there is like, actually, there's this like a singing teacher who lives near my building. I don't know, because oh I just God. hear them sometime being like, ma. <laughs> and then just last night I was to Alex. I was like, I, I have perfect pitch. I know I can do it. And he was like, give me middle C. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm going to try to do it again now because I've been trying to oh my learn God. it. Um, and I was like, this isn't, it's not, and I was like, Ma, and then he got up, <laughs> he got middle C up on YouTube and I was way off, but <laughs> if anyone so listening funny. to the pod right now, okay, this is more, let me know if that's middle C. It doesn't sound like it. And I don't know. I just think it might be. I just think it like might be. Um, I'm going to try. La, maybe a bit. Ma, la, la. <laughs> Um, wait, can I make some redactions while we're on? I just like sort of need yeah. my voice out there. <gasps> I, yeah, what? I just thought of something about one of my redactions that okay, I had to great. add as well. Okay, great. So I'm going to lead by all these people who listen to this podcast. Now that we have more than like 10 people who listen to this and I listen back to these episodes and we're editing them and I just, I'm so, I get so overwhelmed. I'm freaking out. I'm like, no, that's mm. not what I meant. You know me. And then I was like, Lauren, I literally have the privilege of doing this podcast every week so I can get back on it and explain. <laughs> so number one, and this is mainly for you, Lauren. So I think the narrative for Conchetta is that she loves 
farts. She loves farting <laughs> with her boyfriend. She's obsessed. They're just hotboxing their whole life. And it's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I've mm. always just said that if you have to and you're in front of your partner, you should feel safe and comfortable to do it and not feel like your whole world is ending a la Carrie Bradshaw. Now, what I'm going to say is... Okay. This is an example of why farting all the time is, like, not good because Ben <laughs> ruined... MasterChef, <laughs> an emotional episode of MasterChef with his thoughts. I'm not kidding, Lauren. And this is a not MasterChef. A spoiler alert for anyone who watches MasterChef. <laughs> it's the episode where Brett leaves. Now, Lauren, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but Brett is like the most amazing person on this show. He's like a tradie who's like so warm-hearted and kind. And he literally has to leave because of mental health reasons. And what does Ben do? Wow. Before I'm literally crying in bed, Ben does the loudest, longest fart. I get so angry at him. <gasps> then it keeps going, keeps going. Then it's now ending. It's like now bookending the, the, the emotional part of this episode. What does Ben do? He farts again. I literally shut the laptop. I'm like, you're in trouble. It's over. No. Like... <laughs> So just know that, like, there is absolutely light and shade to farting with okay. your partner in my life. And I need you to hear that, Lauren, as my friend. Thank you. Thank you for your offering. I would <laughs> add to that, though, as someone no. who's just hearing about this now, um, <laughs> that maybe, you know, the flip side of this is I can't think of someone who might enjoy the brevity <laughs> of a long fart more than a kind-hearted tradie who is, yeah, <laughs> suffering from, you know, a bit of the black dog. If a man's just trying to be on MasterChef but he's got this black dog following him, maybe what he actually needed in that moment was a a long, silly fart. And I think you need to think about that as well. Well, Lauren, you sound like you're obsessed with farts now, so how the tables have turned. Um, (gasps) Another thing I'd like to redact is last week or whenever it was when I said I was bad at head, I was kind of <laughs> trying to say that. No, as a no, joke. no, no. You said no, not no. only are you bad at it, but you refuse to do it, and and then we all know now that your boyfriend has never had his poor little schmeckle sucked, and you're not putting that thing in your mouth. That is actually absolutely untrue and um i'd just like to say that it was meant to be more comical and it became like an oprah's oprah winfrey episode like it got a bit super soul yeah it got a bit super soul it was meant to be funny and i just want to say that like if i wanted to be better at it i'm fully able to and i choose not to okay like i i'm fine i'm decent okay i'm sure you are Oh my god! Um, so that's, that's so that. funny to like be like. I just like to address, guys. Um, some of you might have been confused. <laughs> just wanted to make it clear that I actually am really good at no. sucking on, deep throating, and in fact, choking on cock. You- um, these are three things that I do regularly and love to do. <laughs> you do and not- excel at. You did not hear me say very good at all. Did you hear me say very good? I didn't say very good. I didn't say um, I didn't say any of that. I said I'm fine and it's happening in its own. I just want to say that okay. it's a lot of work and, you know, I have an apparatus that's ready to go at all times. So that's all I'm going to say on that, my pussy. Next, the last final thing that I'm going to say is I remember I told you, Lauren, I was freaking out because yeah. it sounded like I was saying if Ben was a pedophile I would still be with him and that is not what I was trying to say I was trying to say in that case you brought yeah. like this woman stood by her man and then guess what he was found innocent it would just be so hard if the partner who you believe yeah. to be the person you know them to be 
Anyways, I don't know. This was when we were talking about the Stan documentary Outcry. Yes. Yes. And then you said I I would stand by Ben through anything, but you did not mean (laughs) if he was a pedophile. (laughs) I mean, it would be difficult. Now, everything else I've said in this podcast, I stand by it 100%. We'll die on that hill. But they're the only things I... Now, you have a reduction. What's yours? Um, It's not really a reduction. It's like an addendum to a reduction. Awesome. Love big words. Let's go. So... A while ago, I said my friend Zoe was a home birth and she was born into a toilet. Yeah, and we found this out later came true. out that was not true. She was a home birth, but on the bed. And then I just found out my friend sent me um, my friend's ex boyfriend's sister just mm. all, just did give birth in the toilet. Oh There's my a, god, a toilet baby in my extended circles. Oh and then god. I was like. It's kind of crazy because, like, this is a girl who's, like, my friend's ex-boyfriend from literally 10 years ago, like, his random sister, like, her probably quite personal Facebook post, which is, like, (laughs) about her birth story. And then now I'm on a podcast talking about it, but I don't know. If she didn't want people to know her birth story, then maybe her brother shouldn't have dated someone who was friends with someone who was going to do a podcast in 10 years. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that. And congratulations. <laughs> congratulations um, from the big natural talents. <laughs> from the pod here. Thanks, guys. You're welcome on anytime. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever met, um, and I haven't seen your brother in about 10 years, but congrats. He's a new uncle. Um, <laughs> if I saw him on the street, he actually lives near me, I would run away. So <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a bit, a bit That's fun. That's very funny. And also, before I forget... You need to tell me <laughs> and everyone about um, something you sent me on Facebook that you brought to my attention that has happened years ago, but is so yeah. important for everyone to know. Please. Take it wasn't, away. I thought it was ages ago. I'm trying to see when it was. It was, um, this is just something, you know how there's those news stories that just stick with you forever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people may say that that is like 9-11 or something. Where were yeah. you when <laughs> you read that? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, the story that stays with me is from August in 2020. Mm-hmm. And that was like, where was I when I heard <laughs> that one night while filming The Masked Singer, Jackie O ate 80 seaweed snacks. Mm-hmm. 80, eight zero. She mm-hmm. ate so many seaweed snacks that the next day she had gained five kilos in water weight and was so bloated she, like, could barely fit into her dress for the show and then had to ask to be edited out of the show because she was so bloated. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Okay, August 2020 last year is my birthday month, so I would have been living it up while Jackie O. And every time you say Jackie O, I think of Jackie Onassis. I'm not thinking of the Kyle and Jackie. I never think of her when people say Jackie O. (laughs) People are like, oh, with the Kennedy assassination and Jackie O. And I go, oh, she was alive. She looks great. (laughs) It's crazy Um, that she's doing radio now. So I bought some seaweed snacks because you told me this and I tried them and I was like, <laughs> how many I, did you eat? This is, I had like two. They want something that I found mm. quite addictive. I would say it's possibly because I'm a sweet tooth, but I didn't. And Ben was saying, yeah, you would need like 80 to feel full of you these. You need so Well, I like seaweed snacks. They're good. And actually, like if you're looking for a chip alternative, it's normally like, yeah, they're like 60 or 75 calories or something for a little packet of these things. Very low carb. Mm. Seaweed is a good source of iodine. But five kilos if you have 80 of them. But yeah, if you eat 80. <laughs> okay, so can I just check? So she yeah. went in, filmed the episode, 
are you saying she watched it back, saw how she looked, and asked before they air it to cut her out like she wasn't even yeah. in it? Okay, yeah. So I've given the rundown now, and now I'm opening the floor to questions for mm-hmm. um, confirmation. So what she did was she went in and she like she knew she was so bloated, and she was like, "I'm so <laughs> bloated, I don't even know what's going on." She got in, and it was too late for her stylist to <gasps> like change her dress, and so she had to be squeezed in no. to like this. It's this pink. Like oh my God, I foil dress. Because I remember before I even knew about this story, I mm. saw a photo of Jackie O from this episode. Like I saw it in passing on the news and I was like, oh, God, like what's going on? Because she is like her tits are like spilling out of it. She's like <laughs> packed into this dress. <laughs> and she says, I was just busting out of this thing. You couldn't control my boobs. They'd gone up two sizes and no. my face was bloated. I died. <laughs> oh, my God. That, to me, makes me want to eat 80 seaweed snacks if I wanted, like, a bigger yeah. rack or something. Two cup sizes. That's in- <laughs> That's like when I went on the pill because I heard a friend of mine was like, yeah, my boobs went up two sizes. So I immediately went on the pill. Never, I Yeah, I've been on the pill. It didn't do anything like that for me. That is so – you know, this, to me, makes Jackie O, like, so much more – lovable relatable you know relatable like, lovable we've all been there she's we'll just like, like eat, and then you have to go film I know. a tv show anyone could eat 80 seaweed snacks and oh that's my god i know so and she says as well that like um dave I think she looks good notice she looks great um Can Husey you- was looking at me strangely like what the <laughs> hell's happened to you <laughs> that fuck <laughs> Husey was like we have a problem <laughs> That's amazing. And I hope everyone goes and Googles this news story and looks at that iconic pink dress of Jackie O. And we yeah, hope to one day so have her funny. on the pod. We were talking about this and we would love to just ask her just about this moment in her career. Yeah, nothing absolutely. Else. That's like, yeah, about a lot of things. Who was the other celebrity person that we said we should have on and just ask about this oh, one? Was it Ricky Lee? No, thing. was it? Um, I don't know. But to have like a big celeb on the pod and mm. only ask about this one thing. So, like, Jackie O has, is, like, the highest paid radio person in the biz with her and Kyle Sandilands. Like, mm. the craziest career. Like, the amount of the dirt she would have on celebs. Oh, oh my God. And then we get her. We get the exclusive. Mm. But we're, like, all we want to know about <laughs> is, the is that 24-hour period mm-hmm. in which you consumed 80 seaweed snacks. Start from yep. the top. Start Talk from the me top. through it. Let's go. Let's break it down. <laughs> I Talk me that. through it, babe. <laughs> we're with you babe we understand what were you going through that made you do that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god love to her and all the team at kiss fm <laughs> <laughs> yeah shouts out to the team at kiss fm for um yeah just for all they do <laughs> We can only aspire in our little podcasting studio to yeah. one day be at the top of the charts on um, <laughs> national radio. Yeah. Who Amazing would you say work. is the Kyle and the Jackie O of us two, Lauren? Oh, I don't know. I think maybe you're the Kyle and yeah, I'm the Jackie O. I'm because, the yeah, you'll be like, you'll be like, <laughs> I did a shit so big I couldn't flush it. And I'll be like, oh, Chet, you can't. You've got to settle down the right. That's just disgusting. <laughs> That's it. And then That's I would also it. be, because, like, you say that eating 80 seaweed snacks is something you would do. Mm. But I think eating 80 seaweed snacks is more something I would do because mm. I would be like, 
Yeah, they're low calorie. There's no carbs in these. Like I can actually eat them and like there's no consequences. So true. Um, But then the consequences would come to light. (laughs) Yeah. The next day when I'm looking at you strangely. Yeah. I'm like, we're not, we're not, we can't do the show, baby. (laughs) (laughs) What happened here? (laughs) I'm wearing a pink monstrosity. I've got tits all of a sudden. Yeah, you, you you used to have mosquito tits and now you've yeah. got double Ds. What the fork is Lauren, going you've, on? you're nearly making a cleavage. Like, what's happened? <laughs> they can nearly touch each other. <laughs> um, I was just on Instagram before and I saw, do you know when you see these, like, things come up? It's like, this is a new campaign from the RSPCA, mm. which I thought would be, like, an inspiring animal story. And it's, like, shot like it looks like an inspiring animal story, but it's actually really fucked and hang on i'm gonna play it and i hope you can hear it through the mic and we can edit it in like properly if if it sounds like shit so just listen to this and let me know what you think about this story i walked into the treatment room and i saw this beautiful poodle he had purple nails painted on and i thought what a cutie and someone said oh watch out the police want the contents of his stomach and they said he had just eaten his owner I was taken aback. <gasps> I gave him some drugs. He threw up contents of his stomach. I had to collect it. I was feeling quite sick. You could see skin. You could see soft tissue. Put it in a sealed container, and then the police came and collected it. Sometimes the dog's really anxious if an owner passes away because they, they're scared. They know something's different about the owner, but they don't know what. And they want <gasps> the owner to wake up. They sort of lick the owner's face they'll nudge the owner and then they oh. might bite a bit of the owner sort of shake the owner wake up wake up it, it made sense to me i know it's not a very nice thing an unfortunate situation <laughs> and it ends on upbeat music it's like yeah and then boom. it's like uplifting the camera angle it was like from i think you should leave or something it was oh like- my god that is honestly great actually that was quite was informative that, was that crazy I, i'm thinking like what do you mean this poor beautiful poodle who's like so cute? Why has it gone ravenous eating its owner? But she made it really like broke it down so we understand. Yeah. It came from love and care, which again she was like fall back in love with dogs. She was like, I was pleased to learn that while the dog did eat its owner, it did not <laughs> kill its owner. Merely, yeah. um, what do you call it? Like dismembered its corpse. <laughs> what is that an ad for? I have no idea. It's like RSPCA, like we're telling you our stories or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, we open the vault and share unforgettable moments to commemorate (laughs) 150 years of the RSPCA in Australia. Like, yeah, like celebrate. Like, why do you talk about her damn job? She did her damn job. And that's what they want to share with the world. The RSPCA is out here. Working with the police. We don't know what's going on. I'm so it's crazy. That Admit is quite it. crazy. It's that insane. That is honestly crazy. And um again, my love to her and everyone at the RSPCA for everything they're doing for my us. Love, oh, my oh love you to know her what? This family. isn't this isn't yeah. like giant pod worthy, but yeah. you know me, every time I see a dog, I'm like, this is a news story. But the other day I saw the most schlubbiest man walking the most prim and proper little poodle it felt like it was the beginning of a movie it was like it was like you know seth rogan 10 years ago and then it's like a little poodle who's like with the little circles you know the like circle head and the circle feet it was just like 
I was immediately, I had 10 questions for that man. I was like, who are you? Where are you going? Is this your dog? Why is this your dog? Why isn't this a staffy? What's happening? Why don't you put um, 1% of the grooming effort you put into her that you put into yourself? Um, to yeah. me, that, that, yeah. that's, the, that's the start of the movie. It's a meet cute. I bump into him, immediately fall for the dog, look up, gaze up. It's a schlubby mannequin fix. Fall in love mm. with him. Then we do the makeover series. Which quick more, quick one more thing to talk about. But Lauren, there's this new um, show. Yeah, you, we've just talked about a Beauty and the Geek is going absolutely off at the moment. Yeah, I'm obsessed. And um, I started watching it with Ben because we were waiting for MasterChef to begin. And it's like so. It's like a show that I feel like you're gonna love and hate. You just like love it, hate it. I guess that's all reality TV. But the main thing is you see these crazy nerdy guys and you see these beautiful girls who are, by the way, so young. They all, Lauren, look 17, 18. Like, I'm like, this is weird. How how old are they actually? I'm not joking. They're like 20, 21. Like, you know, what the chunky 135 year old have on I've a television not- show. Fame, fame, fortune, just like the rest That's of That's like us. when I watch the, because I don't have, I'm going to get an aerial soon actually for my TV, but I don't have free day TV at the moment. Ooh. But whenever you see like the Bachelor contestants and they're always like, I've just been trying to find the right guy. I love love and I want to settle down. I'm a real estate agent. And they're like 24 years old. Mm. And I'm like, babe, like you don't want to settle down. Like you want to suck a hundred more dicks. slut it up. You literally need to slut it up until what you I would say 20. Do- 20 and then they also act like they've been burned before they're like oh i'm my just God. sick of being treated like because i'm sure these beauties are like that too because the point is like they're meeting geeks and then they're yeah. really nice guys they're like yeah. i've been had such a hard time it's like you've been what you've been on the scene for one minute mm-hmm. exactly that's literally their stories in the show but anyways walk what a mile in is, my shoes <laughs> oh my god and it's like you're supposed to have your toxic relationships at this age, you mm. dumb slug. Come on. It's like you don't need to, like, get into the, like, marriage good stable st- stage till later yeah. in the 20s, sweetie. No rush. But we all know what they're doing there. That's yeah. So don't worry. It's character but- building to be abused for a few years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It'll make you into the person that you will become and start, like, a podcast series about. Yeah, and then you can become a comedian. Yeah, just like us. Okay, get in line, sister. But I just want to say that as soon as this show started, the one thing we wanted to see immediately was the makeovers. Yeah. There is something about makeovers that is just like you can get on board in one second. So I just thought they should do shows that are just makeovers. Like I don't want a backstory. I don't want to see who it is. It's like I don't even need to know who the five guys are and what. I just want to see a makeover of a person's looks. It's like it could be like a 10-minute episode on Tint National. Wouldn't that go off? Well, there is. There's like a few shows like that. There's like Extreme Makeover or there's like – Do you did you ever watch that English show that was like snog – marry a voice yes yeah these are great shows but i'm talking strip everything away it's like a 10 no, minute show but you need a little no. bit a little bit i guess but a little just bit of the story who like looks like they've came out of the bush and then yeah. you just like scrub them up fix them up out they pop end of episode I guess, but I always like to hear the story about like why they're Fargo. Like, remember that Trini and true. Susanna? Did you watch Trini and Susanna? No, but I absolutely know those queens. Yeah, and they would like go to this woman, and she was like, you know, like a Fargo, but she was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just not looking after herself. And they were like, "Why are you Fargo?" And then she'd be like, <laughs> "My husband left me, and now I've got to eat a whole block of cheese every night, and I just wear this old clothes because I don't feel good." Mm-hmm. And then they cinch her waist. 
and no. that's the end. They you get know? that girly in a corset, yeah. and a snip, snip here, and a snip, snip there. They cinch Boom. with a belt. They tell her that she is a column body shape, which means she needs to wear <laughs> You're beads or something, and it changes her life. And she walks into and the ballroom. Yeah, she needs different. a bolero, <laughs> and she she then yeah. makes her first multi million dollar deal. And she, she needs- wasn't even in that industry in the beginning. She doesn't need to be. She's got a long <laughs> scarf now. She's got a skinny long scarf. She's got a bolero and she's got a peasant skirt. So. <laughs> Which just, sorry, reminds me one more thing. You know how mm-hmm. we're speaking about fraud up top and then we should really get into gossip. But well, also yeah. when I was watching ABC for five seconds, they also got a new documentary about, do you remember the Australian woman who pretended she was fighting cancer? Oh, Belle Gibson. Yeah. Yes. That's also so fraud is happening. It's rife in Australia. Obsession, lying liars. We're the only truth tellers here. I'm telling you about my shit in the toilet, being vulnerable. No lies here. Everyone <laughs> else, they are conning people left, right, and center. They are boom, scamming. Boom, boom. They are conning. I wonder, like, what could we even scam someone for? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I can't think of a single thing that I could easily scam. No, 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 no. I can't lie. You can see it on my face. Yeah. I I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible liar. It doesn't work. Okay. Well, we have, you said before, we have so much listener gossip. Wow. It's thank you so much. crazy. Because we've got, so we mentioned it before, we've got the new Instagram page. That's where we're going to try to do some gossip call outs. We also had a few in the Curious Cat. We had a few on Instagram. We've got so much gossip. Whoa. So if you didn't hear your gossip, like if you don't hear it this episode, like we are like banking it up. We are rolling it out we are absolutely getting to <laughs> it all the nbn stimulus package you'll get it when you get you'll it. get it when you get it it's like the vaccine okay you've got to wait your turn <laughs> and it's slow but it's worth it stay indoors <laughs> yeah stay inside if you're under 40 because you cannot hear this yet and if you're over 40 <laughs> good for you you're in the minority i good think of this listenership <laughs> <laughs> then you're my mom listening to this podcast. Um, yeah, we have so much and I need to get into the curious cat to get find it. But I'm going to start with some of the Instagram gossip because okay. I think okay. the key to this is asking specific questions. And that's what really yeah. unlocked it in a lot of people. Because whenever we've complained right. about not getting gossip, we've always said like everyone has <laughs> We're gossip. We're always complaining. And then they secretly have gossip. But you just need to ask the questions and people mm-hmm. will provide. So I asked what's like the craziest thing that happened at your school? Because I feel like school Amazing. gossip, that's like a fucked up place, isn't it, yeah. school? Mm-hmm. And there's a few like um, shit-themed ones that I would um, oh, like to read you. out for you, specifically, Kinchella. Yes, thank you. So this is a classic, I reckon. Um, when I was in year 10, I witnessed a year 7 kid shit himself in the middle of the playground oh. during recess. Like shit literally came out the leg <gasps> of his shorts. Like she saw the shit <laughs> come out. Um so then the teacher on duty just came over and like made him stand there in a pool of his own shit while she went to go get help. No. Um, and then when they came out for lunch later, they saw like them like pressure washing the spot that the shit had been. No. <laughs> it makes me think about all the times you'd see powder over vomit. And that yeah, like, like sawdust. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, what the story? <laughs> like you can't, from childhood, you're like, Ew. that's so interesting. What loser like did this in their day? Love that. 
Because it's also like teachers, like they don't want to deal with this shit either. They don't no, know how. No, like no. it's not like really in their description. It's like because my mom's a teacher and she is like famously uh, against vomit. She's like, I don't do vomit. And she was like, once one of my kids, like he just came up and vomited in the bin next to me. And I was like, okay, cool. Pick up the bin and go to the office. Like oh my she's God. like, I'm not. <laughs> That's not in their pay grade. They should not be made to do that. No, like- they shouldn't. In the same way that if you work at McDonald's, you think you're there to make the best damn fries you can and burgers, and then actually yeah. they put you on toilet duty. And it's like, what? Oh, oh don't what? get me started. Have I even talked about this on the pod? What? When you're in the bottom of the social ladder at McDonald's because you know. Okay, this needs what? its whole, <laughs> a whole documentary style episode. No, I used to work at McDonald's and, um, yeah, like I, they, they were just like some – Probably once a month, someone would just come in and like shit everywhere. And I don't know why. No. I don't know how. No. Who does that? And then oh it's like, God. who's going to deal with this? Me. And because you're not friends with everyone I, at McDonald's, I think so. I think they're like carrying what, you on their shoulders. No, so you're the runt of the litter. I I was because then when you're the people who work at McDonald's, like they're all smoking cigarettes and stuff, and you know, cool shit that I've never done. I don't know. I I was I did have to clean up the shit a bit, but then I think after like working there for a year or or two, like I definitely like built up enough kind of yeah. But poor capital. sixteen year olds are literally cleaning up. Feces. I'm a child. You don't like Horrible. you would you'd have to do like the initial like you'd like throw a bucket of bleach water on it and like just like make it kind of acceptable and then like the real cleaner would come. <laughs> oh good. Right, right, right. I was like, but oh, yeah, that's mental. It is up to a bunch of like 15 and 16 year olds to like triage a diarrhea situation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Which I believe is unethical. Anyway, speaking of shit, this is also like this didn't happen in my school, but it feels like such like a classic schoolyard yeah. prank. And I don't know how they did it. And I'd love to know how, but someone did a shit in a Mount Franklin bottle. That no. is what someone said. No. At no, their school. no, 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 no. I wonder if they wow. like put the lid on afterwards. And like, and how? Who found it? Who Where found was it? it? Where was what it? What was the day? What was the context? I know, like, there was a few of these things that I followed up with, like that were too vague that I followed up with. But like, so much of this, I'm like, I want to know the whole story. I want to know the totally. whole tale. And that's why, as well, if you wanted to even do a voice recording of yourself telling yes, us a story, please, please do. And then you can email it to us at bignaturaltalents at gmail.com. Can um, I give you some of my school gossip or do you have more of school before I? I've got more, but you give me some of yours. Okay. So my friend, again, keeping this fully in on, but a friend of mine from school, she was like, do you remember the gossip from our school? And famously, I don't remember a single thing that's ever happened to me for trauma reasons, but I also don't know anything of the future. And so I just live in the present, but also every time I'm in the present, I'm actually not present. And so I'm a useless speck of dust in this world. So I was like, no. And she was like, it makes me think of the time that a girl from our school sister bashed her up because she called her an anal slut in the playground. <laughs> and she said, didn't you say you saw that? And I was like, look, probably, but 
Maybe. Would, couldn't couldn't be sure. I could have been at 9-11, wouldn't remember. <laughs> um, then there was, um, what about this other girl, blah, 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 apparently having sex with all of her friends' brothers at a sleepover. I do vaguely Whoa. remember this. And there was a lot of slut shaming going on at my school. Wait, all of her friends' brothers? Her brothers' friends. Brothers' so friends. So she went to a sleepover okay. that her brothers was having and slept with all the dudes. Well, because that then- is, to me, better. So it's better to sleep with, like, a group of friends than it is to sleep with like a group of brothers oh yeah <laughs> like did she sleep with like four different brothers because that's actually like getting weird in the same that night is too weird. that's that weird weird but just simply um... sleeping with a gang of friends <laughs> well that's a bit more acceptable to that's me called a friday night um yeah okay and- duh <laughs> And then there was um, there was this girl, and I don't know if this is low gossip or not, or like relatable gossip. But there was a girl and her group. They all went to the Easter show and they got really drunk, and then she had to get her stomach pumped at the hospital. <laughs> and then, so this just would have been stuff show. that went r- rife at our school. Yeah. And there was also a girl who gave a guy a blowjob. This story I love. This girl gave a bo- guy a blowjob, and then in maths. We were all learning about probability and we were doing a heads and tails to like a thing with a, you know, what's it called? A coin for probability. And the teacher asked who voted for head and someone (laughs) shouted out, I'll I'll do a fake name. Amy, Miss, she loves head. That's so funny. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so funny? So everyone's being slut shamed in that sort of the gossip that was happening. And yeah. it made me remember that when I was in year five, this girl I hated, and I think rightfully so, she got her period. And I remember she was like mm, one of the gross. first girls to get it. Yeah, because she was a slut. I definitely remember mm. bullying her. I definitely <laughs> remember like giving her the eyes or just like laughing in her face. Because I said it was like the only thing I had on her. How stupid. That's pretty funny. <laughs> now I bow down to my queen to have a period. Oh, how, <laughs> how incredible. What I wouldn't give to have my what period. I give to get my boobs a little earlier than the rest of the girls now. Oh, that's fun. Okay, so you keep going with your um, Oh, my God, yeah. Sorry, there's just so much. And then there were two some wanking ones as well. This one made me laugh. Um, a guy whipped it out and did a subtle wank during Horrible Histories. <laughs> Horrible history has no. just made it that much funnier for me, actually. But isn't that a book? No, it's um. I mean, I think it, there are books, but it's that show. It was like a TV show, Horrible oh, Histories. Right. But I thought it was so funny. And then someone else was caught wanking in sick bay, which is, I feel like, a classic oh move. My God. Of course, wow. you'd be wanking in sick bay. You'd yeah. be mad. You'd be or sick else. not to. <laughs> <laughs> if I walked in there and the kid wasn't wanking, I'd be like, "Call an ambulance. This guy must be sick." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling the parents. You're saying you're lying down alone in a little room and you're not anyway. <laughs> and you're in a hormonal kid. Come yeah. On. And then this one is a is a good topical reality TV show one. I haven't watched this show because I uh, am repulsed by the premise, but mm-hmm. uh, Lux Listings on Netflix, if you've seen oh it. Oh, my God. I've literally been talking mm. about this show. I have inside a goss that the two hosts have – hairline tattoos so they're really? both brothers and they've had hairline tattoos and now you've heard this you will not be able to unsee it Ew. um but i i'm desperate to watch the show love the shit keep going lauren yeah well the gossip i have from there is um so they went to school with gavin from lux listings i don't know do you mm-hmm. know who that is maybe it's one of the guys yeah. with the hairline tattoos um yeah. and then allegedly every day at lunchtime he used to drive up and down the laneway near school in his porsche convertible with the hot oh. mean girls in the back seat 
Interesting. Oh my. So he's been an asshole forever. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Hey, isn't that like such a crazy coincidence that this person who is now um, very wealthy and making lots of money <laughs> also was born into wealth? That's such a yeah, weird that coincidence. That, that honestly, Lauren, never what? happens. That it never happens. happens. That's actually the craziest is- part of all of this. It was like, whoa. So mm. he's not self-made. That's so yeah. weird yeah, in the yeah, Sydney yeah, 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 yeah. real estate scene. Um, <laughs> okay. And then I've got two big pieces of gossip. Okay. You ready? <gasps> yeah. The finale. And there was even like actually way more school stuff as well, including one from our producer, Blake. So like we're going to get into this later and then we might even just get some more details from the horse's mouth. Great. So um, this is one that I thought was funny and it's also not in Australia. It was in um Canada, Toronto, and there's actually like a news story about it, which we can like link to if you like. <laughs> um, she says when she was in around eighth grade, she had like a 60 year old or like an old man French teacher, and he wrote like basically a porn book and tried to mm. pitch it to the school board so it would be added to the curriculum as it like was maybe like a modern take on school life. But it was like incredibly racy. Like it was like literally like Fifty Shades of Grey, but like f- like it was like teenagers. It was like fucking kids in the book and stuff. Like oh my, it was God. crazy. And so the school board said no. And then one day he gave <laughs> her class each a copy of the book. No, he like gave it to them all, and she and she read it, and it was just page after page of like principals and teachers and students <gasps> all fucking. No. So if you want to look it up, um, his name is Jacques Tremblay. So if you look up Jacques Tremblay and then the book is called The Sex Teens and The Fake Goddess. I'm looking this up. In the cover of the book is so funny. Um, We'll put a picture up or something. It's a guy. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's got this shirtless boy and he's got an iPod mini in the back of his belt, like, and then it's a girl wearing a cowboy hat. She's also shirtless. Yeah, it, this, this is, is what crazy. did he think this was doing? I for have kids. No idea. It's a sexually infused novel for teens, is what it's described at. As it tells the story of two grade nine students who rely on cleverness and sex appeal to confront authority figures. You know what this is? This is another case of fraud. <laughs> this man is pretending not to be a pedophile and is 100% he's a full-blown hun- pedo. I don't even know if he's pretending not to be a pedophile. <laughs> so the book contains multiple descriptions of teenage girls' breasts and buttocks, as well as scenes of stripping, bondage, and sexual assault. It also oh features a topless God. teenage boy and girl on the cover. Okay, it's- we're starting a book club for Big Natural Talents, and this is the first book that we're reading. <laughs> so we like Oprah's collective. book club. We'll get a sticker, <laughs> and, we, and it goes on the cover of the book. This is the first book about book club, The Sex Teens, BNT approved reading. And I think much like Oprah's oh book club, God. this will make or break authors' careers. Can I just say that, I mean, as a kid, my – when I was in school, in my yeah. old girls' school for a billion years, I had the biggest crush on my French teacher. Honestly, the whole world knew except that man. Maybe he did. I don't know. He knew. But I would <laughs> honestly think about him slamming me at school and maybe this was the book that I needed to get me through. <laughs> like that was oh. your biggest fantasy. But I think for like the teacher to be pushing for it is when yeah. it's really scary. Yeah, the when the adult is writing a descriptive <laughs> novel about it that is probably where it crosses the line 
and that then yeah, some incredible gossip. She says like <laughs> it like he was like. So it looks oh, like wait, actually, does she have the copy? Does she have the original copy of this? This oh listener? My God, if she still has it, I'm gonna ask. I don't know. This would have oh, been years ago. We need like four. I mean, as if you wouldn't hold on to that forever. Or maybe it went into like police questioning. I don't know. I'm gonna try find a copy. I will just. I think you can probably get like an ebook or something. This is why we need a Patreon because you could all fund us to purchase this book. Yeah, and then we could like you know do more stuff with it. We could do a photo shoot with it. Or like, I mean, I'm sure if I loud. if I bought it, it would be tax deductible. <laughs> oh yeah, for I sure. want to get audited just to explain that. And um, then the, okay, the what's uh, the next gossip? The next one is a big one, and this is one that I definitely um, followed up on which was because you put like the little question on Instagram and people can only reply with like two or three lines. And then this listener who has been asked to be kept completely anonymous for very obvious reasons Mm -hmm. that will soon come to lie. They just said, um, my whole family thinks my dad is a serial killer. Lol. (gasps) And I was like, okay, back up. You're going to need to explain. Um, And so then basically they explained that, it sounds like kind of like a gangland situation. So basically he knew a lot of kind of disreputable people. Um, he was like, you know, hanging around people who were known criminals in like motorcycle gangs, very well known motorcycle gangs. Um, and then a few friends of his like fell in with some motorcycle gangs and then like went missing, like missing or dead. <gasps> And then also he, they say um, he always taught me that rifles are for hunting and handguns are for murder so that he was so he was never allowed to own a handgun. And then they found a Glock 9mm in a cabinet that was always locked in the garage. And later again, they looked in and then like there were some bullets missing from the box. So it was like, oh, did he shoot the gun? And he always seemed to have oh more money God. than he should have given his job. He would also like disappear for days at a time when when the listener was a kid, told the listener to stay away from certain places, <gasps> saying like, our name will get you killed there. Um, oh, my God. And then also just, like, objectively, he is, like, a really scary-looking man. Um, our listener said, I would rather fight Mike Tyson than this man. He fought professionally once and put the guy in a coma for three days in the first round. Sorry, is this the listener's father? Yes. Oh, my God. Join the club of scary dads. Wow. <laughs> Being scared of your father. That is so – that is, like, literally – that's Tony Soprano. Yeah. That's like living with Tony Soprano, except he's sexy and a cuddly teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this guy's less sexy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, scary. famous sex symbol, James Gandolfini. <laughs> <laughs> that big bear. That um, big bear. Well, that is sort of like, I think, a crazy yeah. way to sort of to end on it. I think it to, is. To, I hope to, it made sense. Did I, I kind of read it all out. I was trying to... Do we, did it make sense? We I don't know. So. And again, love to you and light and just like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You're living a different life to the rest of us. The rest and of us. And all we can do is if you need anything, the BNTs <laughs> are here, honest mm. to God. And if your dad could kill my dad, that would oh, be great. 
<laughs> oh, that would be really awesome. That's, that's why you that's guys. Sure. Yeah. And that's why you guys need to get on the Patreon so we can <laughs> yeah. get some money together and pay this guy <laughs> to sort some people out for us. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Dear. Well, what a bumper of an app, Loza. It was a crazy episode. Crazy. Um, thank you for your gossip. Please send more if you have more. We'll never get sick yeah. of you. We'll never get sick of it. Um, make sure you follow the Instagram mm-hmm. and we'll have more gossip to come, like you said, if you didn't hear yours today. And we should talk to Blake next up as well. Absolutely. We will talk to our producer who knows all the inside goss on some schoolyard stuff. And also, yeah, send us your gossip at bignaturaltalents at gmail.com for any voice recordings or emails. The Curious Cat at Big Natural Talents. Um, and then our Instagram, Big Natural Talents. And then, yes, if you have sent us gossip, which I didn't even get to the Curious Cat gossip, thank you so much for sending it through. We will get to it next week. Amazing response, guys. You've really pulled through. Thank you. <laughs> all amazing. We couldn't do this without you. Um, and stay safe, everyone. Yeah, stay COVID, safe in the lockdown. Stay home. Get vaccinated if you can. If you can't, that's statistically likely in our demographic (laughs) so (laughs) thanks so much all right right. bye. bye